Sarah Abel and welcome to the Parent Talk podcast for the primary years. I'm delighted to introduce my coffee guests this morning, um, Becca and Steve Legg. Lovely to have you guys with us. Thank you. Thank you for providing such a lovely fruit bowl as well. Uh, <laughs> Huge apples and a lemon. Feel free to get munching if there we you want. Are. In case we get hungry, a bit peckish. Thank you for that, Sarah. Now, you, um, you two have got six children um, between you, four and two from previous relationships. We do. 22, 19, 17, 14, 13, 12. Strange, well done. strange names, I know, but. Uh, I like the way you could just roll that yes. off. I've got to do it quick, and if they change their, their, their ages, it gets a little bit more complicated. <laughs> Every but, birthday, uh, you have to relearn that. No, yeah, no, no. very inconsiderate. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've got a scenario that was written into us, um, so I'm just going to read that. Okay. If that was all right. This comes from. Um, a lady who writes, um, when my husband and I got married six months ago, uh, we were excited and a little nervous about setting up home with my two daughters, aged seven and nine, and his two daughters, eight and 11, from our previous relationships. His daughters uh, are with their mum half the time, but when they're all together, they seem to um, not really get on um, and don't really like each other. And this is putting a strain on our relationship as a family and as a couple. She writes, um, I knew it was gonna be difficult adjusting, but I didn't think it would be this hard help. Oh, that's hard. How long were they together before they got married? Do we know that? Doesn't say that here. Okay, because we weren't together very long, were we? No. And um, I think we were very fortunate that our children did get on. But actually, there are some things that we did that I think helped that. And so we were quite intentional at the beginning about taking our children on our honeymoon, um, which I think helped them all to know that we were one big family together. And it wasn't just us two. So in fact, in our family, it often gets referred to as when we got married. And my, my <laughs> you all got married. We all got married, um, and I think it's about creating. In fact, you can do. You can talk about moments in a minute. But I think creating those shared memories of fun things that you do together right from the beginning starts giving you joint things that you've enjoyed doing, joint memories, and it just starts to create some of that identity together. That um, that other, if you if you're not careful, it's you know you're just two two different groups of people who've been bunged in a house together. I think it's, you've got to be really intentional about doing stuff together so try and to create that new identity stuff. fun stuff doing fun mm. things together which, which they talk about for years and years and normally i'm involved somehow and the, the whole point of ridicule is, is <laughs> aimed at finger is pointed at me but these it's just these moments that you know children don't remember days they do remember moments and creating moments you know extravagant ones and silly ones and I dressed up in a cat outfit once and hid upstairs for half an hour to surprise them. I lost about half a stone in weight. It was so hot in that cat outfit. And I, I think, I mean, when she was talking about that scenario as well, it must be quite hard when uh, the children are in one household half the time of the week and then they come back to another household and obviously you're trying to create identity and something in one household and there's something else going on there. Have you got tips for sort of how you navigate the sort of different relationships and different households and... Yeah, because actually that's what happens in our mm. household. So we have, um, so my two children are with us all the time. In fact, your eldest daughter is with us all the time. And then the other two come in and out. So that, which is a really, you know, confusing dynamic. Um, and I think then it's about having a lot of patience to start with and being able to ask questions and listen to stories about things that actually you haven't experienced. On one level, you're not necessarily that interested in knowing what what mum did with you last week, and what do you, yeah. because it, it, there's some there's some funny emotions that run with that. But you've got to get over those and go. So what did you do? That was exciting, and and, and I think involving everybody in those conversations, and then saying, oh, you know, and we, you know, getting the other children, and it, and it's just about accepting that this is this is what our life is like, and you know, you guys coming in and out, um, 
actually, one of the things that I think I found difficult at the beginning was I struggled um, doing anything nice when the others were away. Because I felt like that wasn't fair. I think I went into it with this very rosy picture that we had to be the Waltons and that everything had to be marvellous and it had to be like a you know, high school musical every, every weekend. And that actually it wasn't fair if I went bowling when Steve's girls weren't there. Um, and then I kind of realised, well, actually, no, no, it doesn't work like that. Sometimes life will go on in this house and you're just not here. Um, if we're doing something huge, we'll try and, we will make sure it happens when we're all here. But there's, life's going to continue, and I think, um, I think it's very easy to get confused by those dynamics. And it takes a little bit of time to settle down into that routine. But talking and asking them about where they've been and what they've been up to, showing that you're still interested in their life is really important. And she seems to be alluding to the fact that the children are struggling to, with their relationships with each other mm. in the midst of that. Um, have you got any tips for that about sort of how you create or help help them with their relationships together? I think it's a bit of both. I think that helping them to find the things they've got in common is important. And I think you have to be patient with children. I think you have to be so patient and understand that a lot of those emotions are coming from feelings of insecurity and a little bit of jealousy. And you've got to walk with it a little bit and allow them to be there. But one of the things I'm a real advocate for is talking to your kids every day about what's going on. And so, and actually, I think when you're in a step family, it's quite important that you take responsibility for your kids in that one. Uh, you know, you are a new family, but there's also a way in which you can speak to your own children. You can't necessarily speak to the others. So I know that every evening when I put the girls to bed, I'll sit down on their bed and I'll say, so you looked like today you were struggling at this point. What was that all about? And then we just talk it through. And we usually go, well, how, you know, how might you have handled that better today? How might that, you know, it, how do you think that person felt when you reacted like that? And then, and then we'll talk it through and go, well, what would, have, what, what would fix it tomorrow? And then we've just talked it through and it hasn't become a big deal because it's every day. And they do sometimes roll their eyes when I come and go, so. <laughs> <laughs> but they know, and they know I'm not cross. And they know that I'm not, you know, saying you have to anything. And I'm listening to them and I'm hearing about their worries and their fears. But I'm helping them to process it. And it's part of parenting, isn't it? Helping kids to know how to handle things better. But I think that... Registering what's happening, not getting cross in the moment, I think that's really important. It's definitely not saying something in front of the other children, but having that conversation going, so what's, what's going on in your head at the moment? What's that? And just every day, if you have that conversation every day, it never becomes a big deal, never becomes a massive mission. It's just that daily. And mm. then you would talk to, you talk to your girls. I try you? to. I'm the strong, silent type. But you're learning. Yes, yeah, but <laughs> do you know what? I, I thought of something practical. Yeah, go on then. We got a house together. I had a house in Littlehampton which Becca and the girls moved into. Initially. We felt it was very important to get somewhere different together. So I wonder if your reader, writer, correspondent, whether, mm. you know, um, wife and two kids have moved in with husband and two kids and the kids for well, you know, this is our house, these are our toys. Um, I'm not yeah. sure. You know, it yeah. certainly was no. very important for us so to get somewhere. a joint space. That yeah, yeah and, like and everyone a new fresh it. place, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had three months living in... Steve's house when we first got married, which actually was a bit of a fun and an adventure. I, looking back, I have no idea how we managed because we oh, had... It was carnage with five girls in one room, didn't we? Yeah, we did at one point. <laughs> you know, and, and my girl stuff couldn't come out of boxes. It was, so it was, there was so much potential there actually mm. for friction. And we, again, our girls are actually very, you know, they just, they just handled it. But moving into a, a you know, house that was big enough for us all and that was neutral space, nobody would lived there before, nobody had memories that, nobody, you know, that other people didn't. I, no, I think that's really good practical advice. So. And what about um, things like 
creating discipline and house rules and, and different things when you've, you've got other house, households as well that you're, you're dealing with. Maybe you had different scenarios that you've brought into the relationship. How did you sort of agree together what those were and then how do you agree those with your um, previous um, partners? I think what we discovered was that it was really good for us to talk and work out what our house rules were, but we've had to learn to accept that our house rules will not be the same at, at the other house. And we just have to accept that. And the children have to accept that as well, which is, of course, friction at times. Well, mum lets us. And you go, well, we don't. And I think it's just about being prepared to be unpopular in those moments sometimes. Yeah. But still talk it through, explain why. But I think we've worked really hard to make sure that we talk without the children listening about those things and we decide ahead, haven't we? Yeah. So in our house, you know, if we've, we're having dinner together, no one answers the phone, yes. do we? And yeah. that causes a little bit of tension. Because our oldest daughter's 19, you know, and on the phone all the time. Well, all the younger ones are Well, they all are now, it's yeah. It's crazy. But that's, but that's <laughs> a house rule, which isn't the same in the other house, but that's, you know, you, while you're here, this is, I'm the same if children come around to play mind. <laughs> like, this it's is my, my house, house. <laughs> my rules. Yeah. This is how we do things, you know. And I think we, you, have, you have to accept you cannot control the other, the other parent. You cannot control what they do in their house and you cannot control how they parent their children. Or your children even um, you have to and it, I think for a slight control freak like me that's really hard mm. lesson but you just you're can't. a control freak well done <laughs> continue with a surprise wow <laughs> I need a satsuma after hearing that <laughs> or a lemon revelation <laughs> no I'm saving the lemon to the end <laughs> and finally have you got a tip um, for this mother or for other parents who are going through something similar and uh, they just want to stay sane, they want to have a good adventure with their children. Um, what tips would you give for sort of... I don't know about a tip, but I would say it will get better. And then they'll become teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becca and Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's a pleasure. And if you've got um, a question that you would love to ask the Parent Talk podcast uh, coffee guest, then please do write to us on our Facebook page. And if we use your question, uh, then we will send you a copy of Catherine Hill's fantastic book. If you forget everything else, remember this, Parenting in the Primary Years. Um, uh, but for all of us, uh, until next time, goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Can eat your lemon now. Thank you. <laughs> You have been listening to the Parent Talk podcast for the primary years. For further information about our courses, resources and events, please visit us at careforthefamily.org.uk.